Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking today at the Rishat structure, the Rishat structure, and also known as the Eye of the Sahara. It's pretty amazing, even as seen by satellite. And I mentioned this the other day about how some people think this is Atlantis. I really need to do some more podcasts on Atlantis and maybe its affiliation with uh, Noah's flood and how maybe it's just a perversion of the flood of Noah. Some old earth creationists would say it's from a first flood that's not mentioned, but they would think implied from Genesis 1-1. But anyhow, let's get started with the Rishat structure. Thanks for being here. Please check out our other podcasts, subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. Helps people find us. So what this is, this is I'm just getting this from Wikipedia, and we'll try to use that as the basis and put some bones on it as we go. It's a prominent circular geological feature in the Sahara's Adar Plateau near Kodan, west-central Mauritania, northwest Africa. In the local dialect, Rishat means feather. It's also known locally in Arabic as tangines. Tangines refers to the circular opening of the leather pouch used to draw water from local wells. It's an eroded geological dome, 25 miles in diameter, exposing sedimentary rock in layers which appear in concentric rings. Igneous rocks is exposed inside in their spectacular rhyolites and gabbros, which have undergone hydrothermal alteration and a central megabrecia. The structure is also the location of exceptional locate, excuse me, accumulations of Aculean archaeological artifacts. That's why some people think, among others, its location as well, why it would be Atlantis. It was selected as one of the first 100 geological heritage sites identified by the International Union of Geological Sciences to be the highest scientific value. And we're going to go down to its uh, archaeology here. The Rishat structure is the location of exceptional accumulations of Aculean artifacts. These Aculean archaeological sites are located among long wadis. That's like riverbeds that are sometimes wet, sometimes dry, or lake beds that occupy outermost annular depression of the structure. Pre-Aculean stone tools have been found in the same areas. I think like Smoky Mountain Knife Works sells some of these things. Um, these sites are associated with rubbly outcrops of quartzite that provided the raw material needed for the manufacture of these artifacts. The most important Archelian sites and their associated outcrops are found along the northwest of the Outer Ring from which Wadi Akradil uh, heads east and Wadi Bamor to the west, sparse and widely scattered Neolithic spear points and other artifacts have been found. However, since these sites were first discovered by Theodore Monod in 1974, mapping of artifacts within the area of the Rishat structure have found them to be generally absent in the innermost depressions. So far, neither recognizable midden deposits nor man-made structures have been recognized and reported from the Rishat structure. This is interpreted as indicating the area of the Rishat structure was used for only short-term hunting and stone to manufacturing. 
the local apparent wealth of surfeit artifacts as a result of the concentration and mixing of deflation over multiple glacial-interglacial cycles. The Younger Dryas, for example. The artifacts are found typically redeposited, deflated, or both in late Pleistocene and early Holocene, gravelly mud, muddy gravel, clay sand, and silty sand. Um... Also, the gravelly deposits consist of a mixture of slope, scree, debris flow, fluvalite, and even torrential flow deposits. The finer grained sandy deposits consist of aeolian and play a lake deposits. The latter contain well preserved fresh water fossils. Numerous concordant radiocarbon dates indicate the bulk of these sediments accumulated between 15,000 and 8,000 uh, years. Uh, BC, I think that's what it's trying to say, during the African human period. These deposits lie directly upon deeply eroded and weathered bedrock. Yeah, before present. BP is before present. So, um, and then the Arculean is uh, the type site of St. Arceo as an archaeological industry of stone tool manufacture characterized with distinctive oval and pear-shaped hand axes associated with Homo erectus and derived species such as Homo heidelbergensis. And uh, it was all over basically the southern hemisphere, especially Africa, Asia, ancient Near East. So, I mean, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, you can see why it's called the Eye of the Sahara. And there's just a lot there, and you can see why there would be uh, questions. And there are still questions. A 2011 multi-analytical study on the Rishat Megabrecias concluded that carbonates within the silica-rich Megabrecias were created by low-temperature hydrothermal waters, and that the structure requires special protection and further investigation of its origin. So it's not like they're saying, yeah, we know how this happened. Um, they really don't. <laughs> There's speculation, but it is just fascinating. It's just beautiful to look at. And so, uh, boy, I wish I knew Tangents, tangents, which looks like an Arabic language. almost just said Arabic, but I assume... Tagents is something that is maybe an off stretch of, of Arabic. But anyhow, because I'm looking at it in that. So something fascinating, a lot of fossils. Some would speculate maybe it came from the flood somehow. The flood draining, the flood, water of the great deep coming up. I'm looking at it from creationist viewpoint. Just going to tell you, I don't know. You may want to Google it and put in answers in Genesis or Institute Creation Research if you come from that direction. And uh, just see <laughs> what comes up and see if they have any speculations on this as well. So God bless you. Thank you for being with us. Pray for us and uh, maybe make a journal or notebook of things you find interesting. And please do invite your friends and families to uh, join us. Uh, the great majority of our well over a thousand podcasts are more specifically biblical. 
in nature, but we do get into other important archaeological finds, of which this is one uh, around the world as well. So God bless you. We love you. Bye-bye.